0: I'm Mel. And I'm Tosh. And welcome to another episode of Mahogany Momology, an online dialogue pertaining to the concerns and carefree parenting of Black motherhood. If you would like to sponsor an episode, please email us at mahoganymammology at gmail.com. And now, on to the show.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: What are we talking
1: about today? Hey, well, today we are revisiting the Crown Act. Oh, so if you are a fan of ours, if you listen to Season two, episode 22, we discussed the Crown Act and what it was and its effect on, excuse me, the workforce. So, of course, you know, um, they've had some changes and we are revisiting the changes noted with the passing of the bill. Uh, The official name, the official title of the bill is H.R. 5309 um, from the U.S. Rep., House Representatives? Uh, Yeah, the U.S. Representatives uh, floor. Again, also known as the Crown Ads. And of course, um, if you know or you've been reading, that stands for Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. little background, of course, it was introduced by uh, California Senator Holly J. Mitchell back in 2019. 2019, yes. Yeah. And so what I was trying to figure out, really, I was trying to do some more digging and figure out, well, how did it just end up on the lap of Senator Mitchell, right? Because I'm like, it's kind of like, you know, you didn't just like think of this, like, you know, pop, pop. But um, doing a little digging, I had found that basically the Crown Act and all of this sparked from a situation that happened in New York and momologist please Correct me if I am dead wrong, but this is what I found in the research. Um, a situation had happened in a New York salon where, of course, um, um, an employee was rocking some braids. And um, basically the owner or manager, whomever, did not like that. They said it didn't vibe with the atmosphere of the salon, whatever is that salon. was. Salon? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm so you already so with that being said you already know what kind of salon this was yeah well okay and so of course they tried to enforce that kind of policy didn't happen you know
0: mm.
1: obviously that is a lawsuit just waiting to happen wow. <laughs> and so um that's pretty much how kind of it was inspired you know so oh, thank, I, I thought that thank was- goodness unfortunate thank goodness It only takes one. It only takes one to like... Not even it only takes one, but, you know, situations like that have been happening way back. If you, again, listen to our episode, we talk about military um, um, policy with their hair ban. They've since kind of lifted that. Mm -hmm. Um, Schools. Schools, right? We're still dealing with that. Still do. I was going to say, I think I just read another situation with in school-level elementary where they wanted to suspend some kids or something like that for wearing their hair a certain way. Eh. So, with that being said, it has passed in certain states, but have we seen an improvement in the workforce regarding perceptions of hair? I think we maybe answer our own question. And is the Crown Act, another thing, is the Crown Act considered, um, I would say, political activism 2.0 or 1.5-ish? I don't know. I I like how you just coined a whole
0: new terminology on that one. That's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I feel like let's get into it. So as I was saying, Um, let's do some quick updates, right, with the Crown Act. Yeah. So far, you know, 21 states haven't enacted the bill or some version of the bill, I should say, um, with California obviously being the first, mm-hmm. New York and New Jersey being first and second, respectively, to sign a bill like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, thus far, nine states. Ooh, what did I say? signed it. No, 21 enacted. Nine states have signed it into law. Obviously, various cities and, you know, states have um, implemented that. In March of 2021, uh, the federal bill, which is H.R. 2116, uh, was introduced to the House of Reps by Congresswoman Bonnie Watson Coleman, a Democrat from New Jersey, and S.888 was introduced in the U.S. Senate by, of course, uh, Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey. Of course. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 So that's that's uh, update that we have, actually. And even more, you know, in the state that we are in, in Texas, I believe um, they do have that either they're drafting it bringing it up i'm like something just happened in march of 2021 I'm yes so yes i had it up and yeah. now i'm trying to refine it again mm-hmm. but it, it's passed
0: like there's basically um 11 states that have it for sure like it is a law uh, so there's about 39 to go and would you believe that georgia does not have it passed they had it on the floor, and I guess it did not pass.
1: Yes. I don't know what y'all doing in Georgia, but y'all needed like I don't know. Um, there are several states that surprise me that you would think would be an easy layup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? America's still racist. Thanks. All right. Well. Which <laughs> so?
0: Which makes me go, why? Well. It said that it even has to be a law to not discriminate against hair. That's, that's one thing. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to jump back because I found The map is actually on their website. It's called the Just so in case you wanted to think y'all, my mom just think how we're making this up. There's a fantastic, beautiful little map. They have um, under the about section um, and midway through, you'll actually see. So Georgia, Utah, South Dakota, Kentucky, Wyoming, and Maine,
1: as well as Mississippi.
0: Oh, really? Yes, Mississippi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Legislation was filed, but did not
1: pass. Yep. Now, um, the other states don't surprise me. I mean, <laughs> really, but Mississippi surprises me, though. You know what I mean? Um, for such a large black population
0: which makes me wonder how the engagement is going or what type of engagement has been done to rally up people to make sure it gets to their senators um, to pass or not pass. Cause I feel like sometimes we don't know what's on the floor case in point things that are going on in Texas. Sometimes we don't know until we look it up or we hear about it after the fact. Um, so I think I think that could be also an issue in terms of we spend all this time voting and nothing's wrong with voting. I know it's about the vote, but these policies and things that get to the floor of, of uh, different you know state legislation. How are we getting the word out? And in rural areas like Mississippi, which is you know to me it's a lot of rural area. Um, not everybody has internet. People are out and about, or they're doing whatever. Maybe not really using the internet. How are they finding this information? How are we getting the information to them? Is there not a door to door? I don't know. I'm look even mom just in Mississippi, y'all better educate us because I I get my stuff through Facebook, um, through googling, finding something that's important to me and staying on top of it. I can't say that about the the mom and pop hairstylist that you know can help drive the engagement or, hey, girlfriend, um, you heard about this Crown Act, you know, and getting them involved and having that discussion.
1: I'm just, I'm not sure what's going on there. So I am you're, surprised. As you're talking, I'm thinking if there are, you know, um, non-minority salons out there that, uh, to me, would be kind of a, um, a sign of, you know, allyship, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by them? You know, kind of promoting things like that. You know, they're it's like the big salons, like a Paul Mitchell or an Aveda Salon or something like that. Um, you, I don't think. know. I don't know if, if it is or isn't, but I would. I, you would think. And if as they are independent,
0: I'm, I'm looking at the list of supporters as you're saying that to see if yeah. any of them
1: yeah out the
0: allies are on here. So, um, that.
1: what was I saying? And so yeah, I don't know if, you know, a salon is independently, you know, owned or whatever, um, but just holds the franchise name. But if it is, or if there are, you know, big salons that are like that, I thought it would, it would behoove them to at least try to do that if they are, you know, to me, I think that's a, an excellent way to fight back, um, without out here, you know, having a march or whatever, you know what I mean? I think, you know, Mm -hmm. just push for it, push for that. So, um,
0: Some of the... Yeah, it goes to your point about, is it the next movement or 1.5 movement is... It's economic movement. It's an economic movement in a way, uh, in in my thoughts. It's like, and this is for allies too, for those of you who are allies that listen to us. Um, I look at your hair, I look at hair as like, look, this is my creative way or my expression of self. For that time frame, that moment, it's your hair, it's whatever you want to do with it. As long as you're not working, you know, in a place of where you can be endangered, you can't, you know, if you have to pull it back, that's besides the point. But when you have a salon that can help advocate, regardless of race, when you think about it, you're you're saying, look, I support this because I have ladies, gentlemen who may like to rock a blue hair once in a while and I do their hair and why should they be discriminated against for having blue hair just to get a job or maybe it's just a strip of blue hair or maybe it's a strip of pink hair and maybe that strip of pink hair whatever it's about like I'm just gonna say maybe it's about breast cancer but that's their that's their creative mantra what because then what happens is if that person, does not want to have that pink strip of hair or that blue hair or whatever insert x y and z description then they're not buying that from you right that is therefore lost revenue for you to have to do someone's hair that's a lost service component that perhaps maybe you used to were doing during the summer you can be doing that all year long that's money out of their pocket
1: I know you use the example of, you know, hair coloring, but yeah, I know. think maybe the, the... I'll try to help uh, the allies. Would, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to uh, to make it relatable to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this is... At the end of the day, this is a bill that truly just supports and uplifts Black women. Absolutely. Right, Keeps them. You know what I mean? And so obviously, you know, living where in the United States, they will try their hardest, you know, to control that to me, I feel it's another element of controlling, um, my movements and how I'm supposed to, um, be. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, you know, so yeah, you use the example, like, okay, well, how would you feel if you worked um, in a place, a pretty free place, I would say, because there are certain places where I'm like, yeah. all right, um, keep your head back, keep it in a net, something like that, where um, you know, you were wearing blue hair or a strip, because you know, I, I, I like me, you know, I like me a color, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, you know, it's like, well, how would you feel if you were discriminated against um, because you had that? And you know, of course, of course, to them, it's, it's a no brainer. I would never, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's the same effect for us. You know, we're trying to just Mm -hmm. move with what is natural to us. What is natural to us? I think I was reading at natural and healthy. I'll, I'll add that too, because I was listening to, um, I don't remember where, but, um, uh, a Black woman was talking about the autopsies of Black women and what they had found when they did, you know, brain autopsies and that there was always a, a thick green... Oh, what's her name? Um, yeah, never mind. Um, it was a thick green film on the brains of Black women. What? Yes. What's that and from? from? they could only or you know scientists doctors whomever could only attribute it to the fact that uh, many black women have been relaxing their hair so whatever the chemicals um, there is in a relaxer over time you know you say you've been relaxing your hair 60 70 years right um if that you know at uh, least at least 60 years you know what i'm saying yeah. at least 60 years this is what they found post-mortem when they do autops- autopsies on us. Wow. And that's, that's the only thing they could attribute it to. So I look at it from a health reason, from a masses standpoint, right? Health-wise, what the hell? I want some green film on my brain. I sure right? don't. One, you know. And then two, if anything, that's a, a motiva- motivating factor to go natural, but, you know what I'm saying. Um, it is. It is.
0: It is. Because that's scary. Because who knows what else? Well, I mean, I know there's other, like, hair things where it talks about, you know, what, what could that else could that be attributing to. Um, but why should you be locked in to just that type of hairstyle?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And of course, yeah. Okay. And from another, again, another example of a health issue. Um, um, it, no, it's not a myth; it's true. Um, where, oh goodness, was it? Black women are developing fibroids and things like that. I have heard um, that earlier than usual. You know, mm-hmm. due to not only the processing, you know, the processed foods that we eat and whatever, but yeah, could say it's also attributed to to. Probably some of the creamy craft that or other products that relax the roots of the hair because it's not only um, uh, perms, that's what I should say, perms, it's not only perms, but you know, there are other things. They have other things now that if you're trying to get a blowout um, that will straighten the hair just a little bit. So, you know, the, the, uh, the beautician. The, yes, yes, thank you. That's that what was I was thinking. All- Charity. That's right. Yeah. So that it's easier to um, blow out, gives you a more silkier look or whatever. Again, I, you know what? I'm no chemist. Um, and I will say the um, thoughts and opinions of Tasha are of her own, <laughs> um, but you, you know, you kind of just wonder.
0: No, I wonder that too. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think it's great because of the, the crown act um, allows women, you know, black mixed, what have you, to shape their hair based upon what works best for them. Again, as long as it's done safely. And I think that should be said because it's not about, some people always want to interject, well, you can't do it because of this. No, I don't, I think we're pretty much adults here. Like we're, we're, you know, it it would be safe. Um, Where I get annoyed is when I look at some of these schools that are telling these young kids, and I say kids because we have boys that wear the dreads, and do you know either dreads or longer hair locks, whether locks, it be locks, just big afros whatever your heart desires on that um and telling them no they can't we're not gonna let them graduate from school um they can't be in the i'm like wait a minute time out i'm a little lost at this thought process that it's okay to even see this and it's an environment where it's supposed to foster education and being creative so isn't part of that fostering of this education, not just what you feed me as a from teacher to to student, but also how student comes to the classroom. I'm not, you know, you private schools with your with your clothes, and I get that. That's one thing. Um, but th- where's the creativity for the child to express themselves in right. a safe manner? What part of the dreadlock or any hair? is an issue if you're doing a science experiment okay it's okay to tell a kid you may want to pull back your hair because this ain't the science experiment where you want your hair down i think the kid will definitely pull back their hair but to tell a kid to cut off their hair because of dreadlocks or you won't graduate them
1: how, how what, what is that what is that about yeah, I mean other stipulations. If you remember, uh the young boy who was disqualified in New Jersey from his wrestling. Yeah. Um, and they cut off his he he cut yeah. off Yeah. That wouldn't have been. Well, they didn't, the let, mom, you know, they didn't let him. You know, mom was livid. You know, I don't Oh, I don't they cut really, it off. But they did cut it off, huh? Yeah. Huh? He let
0: them cut it off. I would be like, "No. No, we're not." Bye. And I'm suing you. I'm still mad about that. No, because it sets
1: precedent. Right, right, right. And to me, I, I feel like even at at the child level, you know, there isn't any, um, you know, having your hair in a natural state is not, you know, affecting. It's not like you got to go to work if you, especially if not teenagers, but I'm like, you know, twelve and younger. You know, it's not like if you wear this style like this, you know, you can't go to work, you can't get paid. You know what I mean? And whatever the spiral of effect of it, you know, not that that should be, obviously, that's the the point of our topic. But I'm like, as a child, you're starting from young to try to inject um, Western European standards and not embrace their own heritage at the end of the day well again this is America you know what I mean um, not saying it's right not saying you know but again this is why things like the Crown Act exists oh I agree
0: and why we're not seeing I don't know what ha- like it was hot for a moment in terms of this Crown Act and I'm like sitting here going what happened where it got quiet or maybe maybe I'm wrong maybe it's still hot is it still
1: hot it's still i mean obvious i think it, it it um i guess came back or had a resurgence as of recent okay. not so much because um well more so because as each state more and more you know states have, are enacting or bringing this to the floor um where we're hearing it but again we we also wear our hair in a natural state anyway and we work in settings um that that it is not affecting us so far it's so mean, not. no well no one has come to me <laughs> I wish but um it's you know it's so we're just living our day-to-day lives whereas it, it may be happening to some of our listeners out here who literally just wants to go to work and chill and, and some people know, are why, getting why, the jobs because of it why you don't harass me about my braids you know what i'm saying yes i have my braids today yesterday yes i, I had i had bantu knots you know what i'm saying i had you know my faux locks leave me alone like leave me alone um but yeah
0: i mean if it looks if you want to offer a compliment and say yes hey girl you 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 look you look
1: great today that's fine offer the compliment and keep pushing but it's not it's not a compliment it's usually, i mean they're not they're not approaching you on compliments they're approaching you well, because there's yeah. still that negative stigma surrounded by that, and so they want to. That's where our microaggressions come in, right? In, in corporate America, or even you know, in school, where you know they're they're asking you, child, you know, listeners, you know, list." I, I get it a lot too. How long did it take for you to do that? That was the first thing. Is I was that, that is that your hair? How did you do that? Oh my gosh, I think you know, black people have the most diverse way of wearing their hair. Clearly, I'm speaking from experience, right? <laughs> like hot. <is> hot. <laughs> but no, you're yeah. absolutely right. And um
0: it does yeah. definitely come with like looking at the environment that you work in and having a diverse environment and just the culture of it, of what people say. Um I'm fortunate. That I haven't felt that as of late, and I think where I'm noticing it more so is in our schools that it's talked about this hair thing, like mm-hmm. the the issue of hair, it. It becomes an issue. It's, a, it's not an
1: issue. It becomes an issue. Okay. So then let's like, let's 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 answer our questions then right okay, okay. so then uh, in my introduction the question is have we seen improvement in the workforce regarding perceptions of natural hair right um i would that would be a good poll for us oh, to I'm, put, out. put that out there yeah y'all better be watching yeah we're gonna put that out there um since you know um and um what else was I going to ask? Yeah. I mean, how are you, you know, have you seen, is there any change? Um, are, are women, you know, a truly it's white women that's questioning us. <sighs> anyway, um, about that, that, you know, are they approaching you, um, in a very are they approaching you um, nicely not as some kind of caricature or exhibit or something you know are, are we are they open to a general conversation about that because I'm I'd be more willing to talk to you if you approached me um, just on some you know I'm, I'm clearly you are the first black person that I've Spoken to you ever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, in a more intimate setting, I feel comfortable. I hope you feel comfortable. Can I ask you this? Now, if somebody, if somebody came to me on that, I'd be like, oh, all right, woo, woo, woo. what you want to know? You know what I'm saying? What do you want to know? And that's where I can educate you, um so that you can pass it on. you you know
0: I don't know yeah no that's definitely true I mean sometimes I feel like I don't want to be the one to constantly educate but then at some point I realize I realize how else are they gonna know right so if they're open to understanding like you said they come to you with this openness and it's genuine not be like you said like a caricature then yeah I can have the conversation of yeah girl I mean how long does it take you to get your hair done you know, like how the conversation like that? like it takes right probably I don't know an hour you want to change your color I don't know how long it does no I'd be like girl because you you but, know
1: them them bay lights call uh <laughs> take more than one day to get the desired color my beauticians so, out here know yeah Y'all so like, you know what I'm saying
0: and yeah. that's the conversation though right you know it's like just like it takes you a while it takes maybe me it takes, a while period well don't take me that long but you know <laughs> uh, yeah but 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 yeah but it does it's, it is a it is an investment of time. Yes, it is an investment of time.
1: Yes, um, obviously. Have I seen it change? And I say that's just a poll to put out there because again, yeah. we work in a very um, welcoming environment, right? So, mm-hmm. and and also, I think as as employees start to go back into the office, or even they can speak of past experiences because we've all, um, or a good chunk of the work force for have been at home, so. I know if I was at home, I, you know, I, I wouldn't be out here trying to, you know, keep up with my looks. You know what I'm saying? You
0: know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> it depends. Like being on like client calls and stuff. If you're on the camera, um, I don't. I think I think um, I think some women probably have done variations, and they probably aren't getting really asked. They, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to yeah. make an assumption, but. Um, I, put, I am interested in hearing what our answers are saying um, about that. I, in my own world, um, I'm seeing variations. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing people be more comfortable. I'm not receiving, like, the side comments or side questions, per se. If anything, probably more compliments. Like, oh, I, really, I like your style today. I like that. That's cool. Like, and it's not when really, you're just having like, oh, hey, how's your day? How are you? Yeah. Oh, you know, you look, you look great. And then you move on. Like, it doesn't become this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. racial undertones to it.
1: And to kind of back up, I, you know, as far as, Education. The example that I had mentioned, I mean, I'm not trying to say also that the onus is on me, that I need to be out here giving lectures and whatnot. I'm going to educate you if you come to me on my cubicle or, you know, my in my case, you know, my um, station and you want to compliment. Hey, yeah. How long did it? Take? Of course, it's always like, oh, you know, your hair looks nice. How long did it take you to do that? That is a very, you know, common um, that's the that's the, that's the line I, I, yeah mm-hmm. that's you know what i mean and that's it. I'd be like okay i mean usually i'm just answering your question you know six hours oh my god okay thank that's god. a lot of time i don't okay okay me okay yeah you know mean and to me i again because tasha's got a mouth on her you know what i mean um it's a it's a it doesn't have to be snappy it doesn't have to be you know i'm just following up with hey i mean i don't think it's any different than a couple of sessions of getting your hair dyed or lightened to a shade that you would like i just do it in one sitting boom <laughs> you know and and just you know what i mean like you can you can professionally snap back as we say
0: <laughs> so and it will be interesting too to see as people go more and more back into the office how that looks mm-hmm. for them or how that experience is for women, you know, because some women are like, you know what, I'm just putting my hair up in a ponytail and I'm not, you know, they're not maybe experiencing the microaggressions per se right now um, as they used to. And I'm sure that's probably causing anxiety (laughs) going to go back into work and going, oh,
1: I've got to deal with these people. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's related to the hair. It's more like, I gotta deal with these people. (laughs) what my hair looks like, you know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, they... Uh, we better not be in uh, Mississippi, huh? Um, Man. And, you know, Georgia didn't pass, right? Okay. Which... and I'm like, Which I'm like... Mind, no, it Georgia. should not melt. It should not blow your mind. As I was thinking and processing it through... Come on now. You know what I'm saying? They uh, clearly... Well, before... You know, they were all about you know um, boxing up you know uh, Stacey Abrams' internet, and so they want to do everything to just de-mind any and everything um, in Georgia, basically about black black people, um, with their voter uh, law that passed, and and um, oh, we got one too, black, we? black suppression. You know what I mean? So yeah. You're I'm right. not. I'm not. You would think, you know, Atlanta would carry that, but, you know, I mean, who knows? And, you know, Atlanta only has maybe X number of representatives for this to pass, right? So
0: mm.
1: I'm not, I'm like, boo. that's exactly what I'm like. I'm like, boo. <laughs> so, but, you know, um, as far as changing the perception, obviously representation is everything we've got to obviously normalize natural hair in all societal aspects, right? Yeah, we've seen it. We, we black women, we will talk about it, kind of, sorta, you know, if we've seen it in a scripted show, think about we see more women embracing uh their natural hair Um, oh yes i I think about specifically uh viola davis and how to get Mm -hmm. away with murder with um the episode with with cicely tyson and she rest in peace yes and then she took off her wig and you know what i'm saying if that was another episode where she took off her wig and it was her natural hair but then With Cicely Tyson, obviously, Mm -hmm. she sits, you know, in between her legs. And so the the masses get a peak of um, a little peak of hair, black hair and hair culture. Mm -hmm. So we you got to normalize that. Right. Yes. Um, Yes. And in broadcasting, obviously, you see more of our black women or minority women with kinky hair um, embracing that. In front of Mm -hmm. the camera, Um, I know you're going to get, obviously, you're going to get, you you get your comments, obviously, but I think, you know, we just put it out there more and more, and it's either you go and look or change the channel. But if we are all on the same channel, you know, if we're all wearing our natural hair on different channels, giving you the news, then, you know, suck it up. Um, So,
0: yeah. That in the C-suite, like I constantly think about uh okay. Bazoma Saint St. John. I'm sorry, I hope I'm pronouncing your first name correctly, ma'am. Um, she's a CMO of Netflix. And man, you want you want to talk about Black Girl Magic and the Crown at this lady. I feel like you look at her Instagrams, y'all, and she always has a different hairstyle. Um, she brings it every mm-hmm. time. And I, I mean cranes, I've never been in the boardroom with her, but I would be one of those, like, I would want to be the fly on the wall every time she comes to the boardroom because I just know she's bringing it. Like, I'm sure she's serving them every time. If you're serving me on Instagram like the way you're serving them in the boardroom, I I need to be the fly on that wall. I want to know how she does it.
1: But you know what? If I'm in a position of um, power and decision making, I could care less about what you think you know um, yes. as far as boardroom uh etiquette or what you have to say because if i can if i can pull you know if i can say some words to get rid of you then i will <laughs> you know what I mean? because you but know it's what? also
0: inspiring You're- for the rest of us too you know yeah. that we can and you should it's not it's not that you can and you should because look at her sister girl can yes you can too and that's where i'm kind of
1: yeah, especially now, you know, when they, when they talk about d D&I, diversity and inclusion, okay, you know, that's the hot word for now, for now. And our hair is a, a representation of that, you know, it includes that. And so whether it be a black woman or even, you know, we've got some Hispanic women, uh, women of different races that have kinky hair or mix, mm-hmm. a mixed race that have kinky hair, it's going to affect y'all, too. It affects y'all, too. You don't realize it, because for whatever reason, you know, you might be, you might have been straightening your hair forever, and it's it's whatever, um, but it affects you, too. So, you know, <sighs> DNI girl, DNI. No, and <laughs> i, agree. I
0: And I even, like, you know, we say it's a buzzword, but I think that's where that education part comes into play too is rallying your people above you uh, or depending upon your position of power if you will as we start to go back to traveling and whatnot you know taking a look at who's passed the crown act you know uh where you work is it is a state that you're in did they pass it you know what what are you guys talking about at work if you're so about diversity equity inclusion um, you know, does this go back to this council culture of we won't do business in such state unless these acts are passed, you know, um, kind of like how the whole Georgia situation is with the boat, you know, I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Major League Baseball, I think it was, right?
1: Was it them who pulled out of Georgia? Coke, oh shoot! Wasn't it Coca
0: Cola? Was, was going I don't think to do they've officially too? moved. They tried. Oh, right. no, yeah. they. I mean, Coca Cola ain't going nowhere. nowhere. Like, they ain't going they, nowhere. That's, a but, goal, that's like a. That's like a. That's uh, like a. Was it? Uh, uh, Amazon move <laughs> for them to be moving.
1: But you know they are big enough and <laughs> very well planted in Atlanta for them to say, you know what? I don't like that. You need to change that. Yeah, them Coke brothers, obviously. You know they've got the power in the pool, but Koch brothers don't care about black women here, but you know what I'm saying? But yeah. maybe somebody in a sector, in Coca-Cola, who happens to be, you know, black or af- af- of African descent, you know, um, that can, you know, change up, shake up the um, the stigma within Coca- you know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah,
0: you you VPs out there, these companies um, mm-hmm. that listen mm-hmm. to us every once in a while, kind of curious on how how you're using this act to your advantage to to help within your company yeah yeah and not just face for face value of oh okay i support i signed the petition you know there needs to be be a little bit more than than that
1: sure sure and then another question we discussed um in season two was you know going back um hair and workplace and and the generational stigma it had with it and you wonder now um is that uh basically starting to be erased now that we are seeing more and more women embracing natural we've got a whole generation of millennials who could care less you know what I mean so I think you know millennials out here you Mm -hmm. know moving the needle as well so Mm -hmm. it's like is that is our success, you know, or the stigma from our aunties, our old aunties and grandmas and maybe even mothers, you know, for some of us, um, is that being erased?
0: I think we're getting there. I think we're, I think we're getting there. And um, there is a black owned um, business when she started her business, I want to say five ish years ago. Mm -hmm. She did not have her face on her product or on her business cards. Like you, you would never know that it was her that owned it. You said it was a beauty salon? No, it's a, it's a uh, not, it's a non-beauty salon, but it's a black, it's a black lady who owns a certain company. Uh, And she has said the statement. She goes, I didn't put my face like on the website. Like you would never know that she was the owner. And then it wasn't until recently, and I say recently within the last two years because of, you know, the George Floyd situation, I don't think the crown acts so much, but mainly because of George Floyd, um, her her saying, you know what, you're going to see who I am now. So it's on her, like, you know, you see her face, like you see her on TV, all of that, like you see who she is now. Um, And she even changes up her hairstyle all the time. Um, And she has a daughter and she's like, I, uh, not just because of George Ford part, but I want to see, I want my daughter to embrace her natural beauty and I couldn't stomach or couldn't really deal with embracing my natural beauty if I didn't do it. Like I, I, she couldn't do it if I, I had to show her how to do it is what she was getting at. Um, So I don't think she didn't reference the crown act, but it made me think of the crown act in that regards of. Business owners, Black women who are business owners, you know, put you can put, put yourself out there in the forefront and show yourself. That will also, That's also showing your children that it's okay, that hey, mom mom's showing her greatness in this light in being her natural self and she's successful. What's wrong with me doing the same thing? Nothing. Great. I'm gonna do that's it right. too.
1: I can that's do right. that too. Mm-hmm representation is everything and as a mom you know what image are you showing to your daughters and sons um in regards to how how you perceive yourself and as uh, I don't want to say as trivial as hair because hair is not you know black hair is not trivial um you know something it starts just as small as how you wear your hair that confidence
0: you know Mm -hmm. um Maybe it brightens their day. Like, hey, if I wear it up this way, that makes me feel better. You know? Um, but I, I so
1: agree. Yeah, yeah. Oh so yes. I'm I, I'm curious to see, you know, basically like I said, Texas brought it um to the floor. And the 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 young lady, one of the news anchors actually, uh, from Dallas. She was the one of the um people that spoke up about the bill in Austin. And mm-hmm. so um I am so curious to see, basically, in the coming months, or maybe in the next 12, 24 months, um, how many more states, <clears throat> excuse me, will embrace this. Not so much cities within a state, but whole states. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially in the ones that uh, it did not pass. Never mind Utah, South Dakota, I mean. Uh, uh, but, them, but, but yeah, I'm surprised, you know, places like uh, Mississippi and Georgia and even to an extent West Virginia. Um, because I know there's a there's a fairly decent um black population that lives there too. Um I'm I'm curious to see Kentucky, hello, Louisville. Um so yeah, especially those states on the mm-hmm. closer east, southeast or whatever. Um I'm curious to see what what comes of it. It didn't pass, but that doesn't mean that you can't bring it up again, you know? No,
0: I I agree. And and also, too, um, you know, Biden has this prison-to-pipeline that he's trying to um, reduce, right? So when I I was reading this article in bookings that addressed where the Crown Act will help him in that, Um, And so what I mean by that is, so there's a statistic that black students are at a rate of like, I think it's four times higher than any other racial ethnic, ethnic group to get suspensions, disciplinary suspensions and things like that in schools due to their hair, it's dress code. And actually what they found was it was dress code, hair violations, things like that. It wasn't always the student misconduct, it was the appearance and stuff like that. So when you have those disciplinary actions and then they can't graduate, then it reduces them going to college It reduce, you know, it, it's that, it feeds into the prison to pipeline even so it's passing it. this act <laughs> kind of helps, you know, Biden's um, agenda of reducing that prison, you know, pipeline to prison, school to prison sure. pipeline. Sure. getting all mixed up, but yeah.
1: Yeah, no, 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 I mean, and it's not even, you know, don't think of it from high school beyond, think of it because, you know, prisons, well, not, I don't know now because Biden has um, eliminated uh, private prisons and so forth, you know, what is it, third grade or fourth grade? Um, Percentage of uh, oh yes will yes. help you determine. It's um, fourth grade. It's fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will help you determine. You know if um, they, they look at be, the scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Determine if I was it. They should build a prison or there be a prison. Yes. Um, but that it contributes to the prison. The pipeline. You know. Um,
0: they look at how many for, disciplines a child like how many disciplines are in that area of by the time they get to fourth grade, and that determines. Um, or where they are on the reading and all that level, and that will determine if they will uh, produce a present.
1: So imagine if you just reduce that altogether. Yeah, interesting. I know. I'm like, I didn't want to um, miss. I don't want to be talking out my ass. Excuse me. <laughs> no, and you are because I totally remember we we. We I don't know if we touched on that part and something
0: else, but I remember that. Um, but we will get y'all to where yeah. to find that because I know y'all like oh they just quote and stuff. But no 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 I found um, it now. Look at me. I, found I will it. I will put the the Brookings it's Brookings um, yeah. edu yeah. Yeah. that I'm gonna put into the show notes for y'all to mm-hmm. go back and read and be like oh.
1: Basically, yes, but I was correct. Yes, um, prison mm-hmm. builders uh, use third-grade reading scores to predict the number of prison beds they'll need in a building. But that was, you know, when you had privatized facilities. Biden has since shut that down, um, and is in the process of kind of shutting those down. So we might see it manifest in a different way. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but it still
0: feeds into it. You're mm-hmm. right. It still fit Mm -hmm. into it. Um, Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, so, so, but I'm glad to see that this is getting uh, more traction. I'm glad to see that, um, to me anyway, uh, we are trying to normalize the natural hair. Um, I do know, you know, there's still a, a political Um, association to it and i love that um but i also would I, i love to see the reduction of suspensions disciplinary actions and everything because you know you have the crown act being pushed um on the floor so yeah final thoughts Mel. Well, my final thought is
0: I would definitely encourage our momologists to definitely go on like the crownact.com um, website. Um, it is the crownact.com. I'm not just putting the word the in there just because it is a part of the website uh, and scroll on through not, and not just on the petition. I'm, I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes we just be signing petitions y'all. I think um, really taking a look at how else you can champion um, this, not just signing a petition, but doing more, whether it's writing a legislative body, whether it's, you know, you know, taking the photos, you know, reading. There's different books. They have resource, various resources. Um, so take a look at those. If you're looking for a children's book, um, they put some recommendations out there for your kids to, you know, inspire, encourage them to be in their natural light and embrace it. Um, take a look at the organizations that are sponsoring from a national level. Um, shoot, you even see like the California Teachers Association um, on there too. So find you know what what types of documents you need to do get with your teachers. Um, it's a great it's a great time to do so. You know your beauty industry. What does it take? Um, so that way, we can encourage our youth. And at the same token, you know, talking to your—if you have one at your um, respective company, your uh, diversity and inclusion and equity officers mm-hmm. um, about the Crown Act. I'm not saying that you know you're not endorsing a, a candidate, but endorsing that act. How does that help your company? And maybe pitching that to them. Um, absolutely. That those are my my final thoughts on that.
1: You Tosh? absolutely. No, no, I'm in agreement. Um, with all that you have said. So I, I have nothing to add to that. I love it. Well, mm-hmm. as you all know, we want you, of course, to continue the
0: conversation through our listener comments, questions and feedback. Please be sure to check our show notes. We you know, always try to give you a plethora of homework assignments to, to review and read. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram. You can even email us at mahoganymology.com at gmail.com, um, check out our website, mahoganyumology.com, where you can find the, that fantastic episode of season two episode 22 of the crown act just so you can go back and reference it and re-listen to that and then come back and listen to this episode oh, over God again. Girl. <laughs> girl get 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 your education on and other episodes too this isn't the only one we have over 60 episodes and get you some merchandise we've got some great things in store for the future um until next time i'm mel and i'm tosh and we thank you for listening to mahogany momology Bye-bye.